Welcome to the Church Sound Podcast, where kingdom culture, real life, and technology intersect. I'm your host, Prentice Thompson, along with the pastor, Caleb Winley. We're here to help you get through Sunday. Could you hear the pastor? What about your live streams, social media? We provide solid solutions for all of your multimedia needs. Let's learn something today. Let's go. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another edition of the Church Sound Podcast. I'm your humble host, Mr. Prentice Thompson. Welcome to episode number 106. It is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. No matter where you are in the world, Church Sound Podcast, where kingdom, culture, real life, and technology intersect. So we talk about a myriad of topics. All of our, well, locked in, subscribed listeners know that we just don't talk about keyboards and guitars. We talk about real life scenario, doing AV at church, AVL at church. First of all, it's a thankless position. And I started this podcast along with my my partner, Pastor Caleb, um, to be a voice for the voiceless. <laughs> Welcome to episode number 106. If you've been following us for the last, uh, I want to say six weeks, we are in the middle of a relaunch. That's right. We're in the middle of a relaunch. So what we've been doing is piecemealing some of our more effective and more popular shows. And I, 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 I wanted to pick something that was more effective for the time and the age that they're in, that we're in. And, 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 and since we're in that phase, I thought I'd say, you know, the word therapy is, I don't know why it gets us such a harsh turn, turn, turn tune to it. Um, but I grew up, obviously I'm an African black male. Um, and I think the only time I went to therapy as a child, um, was, I believe it was a group therapy session when I was a kid, maybe about 10. But then as an adult, I did it on my own before, before I got married, just to make sure I was, my head was in the right space. But in episode, in a previous episode, episode number 42, we had a great guest who was a life coach, Daryl A. Brown, L. Brown, life coach. And we had a very, very interesting and life changing, I can speak for myself, life, life changing conversation. You know, therapy, life coach, people who can walk you, excuse me, walk you through doors that you don't see or doors that are closed that you that you think are open or even pour your ideas to it's it's a great sounding board to have someone who can listen and at the same time analyze and give you advice about your next move and what you're feeling what you're going through and to properly analyze your own thoughts so sit back relax your popcorn ready.
Dow Brown is a true coach, a business coach, a personal development coach, a finance coach. He's a youth coach, a sports coach. Well, I'm going to say it again. A sports coach for my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Through diverse experiences, Dow has created the life of his dreams, helping people and businesses produce and perform at their highest level. Dow is the founder and the principal coach of Jumpstart Coaching and Development Solutions, which is dope. Y'all need to hear about it. Y'all going to hear about it. Jumpstart is uh, designed to provide individuals, business owners, and business leaders expert direction and guidance with how to build and grow thriving personal lives, businesses, and organizations. Daryl's positive energy, which you're going to hear about today in just a little while. Genuine passion and entrepreneurial spirit are key to Jumpstart's clients getting incredible, stupendous results. Daryl is skilled and help. Daryl is skilled at helping his clients unlock their own strengths. Now this. We're gonna we're gonna touch on that too. Their own strengths and their own skills to address limiting beliefs and unleash the individual passion needed to excel. Daryl is a certified John Maxwell coach, motivational speaker, and trainer with a foundational belief that our success is a result of our focused thoughts, limitless beliefs, and intentional actions. Daryl's greatest supporters include his wife Julie and three children, Patience, Joseph, and Jarrell. I want to introduce to you guys my friend, my brother, Daryl Brown. Come on, my brother. Come on, come on. Put your hands together. Put your hands together. Welcome up, to the show. You just read that whole thing, boy. You, bro, I had to, man. The you dude just read dope. that whole thing, man. You know, I mean, like, this, I was waiting for, like, page four. Like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> who are we, who are we introducing? <laughs> Obama, like who is we introducing? Yo, that's yo. He's dope. He's, he's dope. Like, he does this and he does that, and he's been here and he does yes, this, and yes, um, can yes, possibly, sir. you know, he didn't part the Red Sea though. That's just arrived. it. As a that's dog just on it. my shoulder, you know. Welcome <laughs> to the show, sir. Welcome if to the show. If you can't tell, my wife wrote that for me. <laughs> It's all right. They put it all up in there. I, I don't have a little salt, pepper, a little salt, pepper, paprika on that thing, brother. <laughs> That's what's up. That's that was up. evenly seasoned. <laughs> <laughs> that thing was marinated, brother. She loved you, man. She loved you. <laughs> Not love. Not love. Love. Love you. Love. <laughs> right. I appreciate it. <laughs> How you doing, sir? Oh, man. Excellent, man. Glad to be here. Appreciate the opportunity to be here, for sure. Yeah. This is going to be a great show. I, you know, like I said in the beginning, like coaching, I think in the, and you look, you apply it to church, it's like you don't even hear that word. Sure. No. You know what I mean? Right. You right. hear right. advisor. Mm-hmm. You hear, um, I was going to say coxigliere. I mean, that's more. Coxigliere. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's I was that's like uh, all right. Godfather, Godfather one. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, or, or my spiritual advisor. You know, you right. get that. But right, coach. Right. Yeah, like, you even you even hear counselor. Counselor? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You yes. probably have a consultant out there as well. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Right. You're right. These are terms that have been been used and kind of thrown around with the with the function of a coach for sure. Right, right. 
So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to jump in as I, I'm pretty sure because here at the Church Sound Podcast, we try to combine real life, mm-hmm. kingdom culture, mm-hmm. and technology That's and right. how it all applies as a holistic approach yeah. to ministry, period. Sure. And, um, and it's, it's important to, to, to have these different trains of thought yeah. mm-hmm. that people yeah, can right. walk down these different roads that probably would, was, would, would never thought about. But before right. we get into that, let's pay some bills. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Do the honors, sir? Should I do the honors? Yeah, please do. Please do. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Metro, let's, let's talk about Metro Podcast Studio, the hottest podcast studio in New York City, location in New York City, in New York City. But they camera remotely, they do live streaming, um, re- audio recording, they do post-production, yeah. podcast production. If you need to hit them up and use your podcast to sound like this. Thought I sound marvelous. <laughs> this is up at MetroPodcastStudio.com. MetroPodcastStudio.com. Yeah. And um, hit them up and they can definitely help you out. Yeah, so I'm pretty, sh- I'm pretty sure you guys are all waiting for this. You, I mean, all mm-hmm. our listeners out there, all our new listeners, what well, we do every, every show. Yeah. We have this segment called... Mm-hmm. Sunday school time. Time for Sunday. And the man on the mic, the man on the mic today. Yeah. The pastor at hand. The man with the gavel. The yeah. brother with the robe on. The brother with the hot mic. It's our esteemed guest. Yeah. So therefore, we all need our three points, sir. And and we're gonna pick for you. Just tell us. You just let us know how you want to do this. Yeah. So what's your, what's your first what's your, point, your three my brother? Because your three points. What will be your first point out of your three? Well, my first point would be the, can I get an amen? Can okay. I get an amen? Okay. What's number and, two? Um, I think it's uh, glory to God. Okay. Glory to God. In right. the highest. Mm-hmm. And, In and, the highest. Okay. And the third, and the third one would be, uh, can you get with me? Okay. Can you, can you get with me? You know, right. brother, he was... <laughs> He had one foot in the song, one foot in the church on that one. He's like, glory to God. And can you get with me? Can you get with me? Man? Man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, brother. I don't know about you, man. I don't know. I don't know about you, brother. I think I opened a can on that. You opened a can uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Tail, sir. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get some emails about that one. Right. right. So, 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 Pastor Caleb, like, which one? Yes, sir. Which one, which one you want to go? All right. So, it's can I get an amen, glory to God, and can you get with me? He just went down. Um, he just, he just, he slid down the hill. Can I get an amen? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's happening? What's happening, player? Hey, hey. I think, though, I think the one I'm feeling is can I get an amen? Can I get an amen? You know, yeah. that sounds like a show. Yeah. It sounds real safe. Kind of yeah. Exactly. You know, I'm going to save my brother. <laughs> so we're going to go with Can I Get an Amen for 450. 450. Nice, nice. Well, this this uh, this phrase, if you will, Can I Get an Amen, it, it takes me back to when I was a child. And when we were in church, we would have, you know, six-hour services. Now, that's not a joke. That's real deal. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> brother, you ain't, you, you ain't saying nothing slick to a can of oil, brother. You keep on going. I'm, I'm there. I'm, we tracking. We tracking, brother. Right, right. And so, 
We would be in church for so long that we, as young people, would get bored at church. And so what we would do if when we had a guest uh, minister or pastor that came to speak to us, we would start tracking or, or uh, making marks on our page for how many times they would say a phrase. And oftentimes the phrase would be, can I get an amen? So as, <laughs> as they were going through their, as they were going through their message, they would say, can I get an amen? And we would just, everybody, <laughs> you would see all the young people, all the young people would look down and make a tick mark and look back up, you know? And oh I, my God. It, 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 it reminds me of that coming to America type stuff, you know? <laughs> but, but I digress, yeah. So that was uh, one of uh, the many memorable moments in church that I would have with my other friends as we would be raised in church, man, for sure. Oh man, that's that is funny. A, that's funny. I remember <laughs> those man. Listen, it's our services. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. I remember. Getting, I remember waking up in church. Yeah. Dude, oh, dude. oh yeah. <laughs> I don't think I left. I went to church yeah, yeah. so much. I thought we lived there. Yo, yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, Sunday morning. Now, now I was a child musician, so imagine. Yeah. Oh, like, it was no me, no me escaping. Like, I'm like young teenager. I'm like right, a right. musician. How right. is that even possible? But That's hey, right. I digress. That's you know? Right. Yeah. It's funny, though. The service ended at 3 p.m. Oh, yeah, bro. I, yeah. When, now, remember. The afternoon service started, and the evening service started at 4 30. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, but Sunday school. Sunday school. Oh, right. you say, oh man. <laughs> yeah, you got to have Sunday school. Oh, you got to have. Uh, you know, so and we, then everybody got to march in. And then it, 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 service is long, brother. Oh, don't let them. Don't let them start shouting. shouting. Shouting was like 20, 30, 40 minutes, Dude. 50, 50, 50, 60, 70, 80 minutes. Yeah. Then the work. That's right. That was Shout the work. Man, yeah. dude. You yeah. start out, I start I start out hot playing all my licks. And by <laughs> about 45 minutes, like <laughs> I'm just I'm just courting it all the way. Couple like da, da, da. Exactly. And if you get it, I'm just like, woo! Nah. Yeah. yeah. All right, so let's uh, dive into this topic. Let's dive right in. Yeah, man. Spirit of a coat. We got our brother here. So I will say my first question is, how would you define a coach? What would be your definition? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, uh, Prentice, because oftentimes the, the, the term coach and mentor are used uh, inter- interchangeably. And so uh, what, how I define it specifically uh, is probably more by how I think as a coach. And I think when I'm dealing with all of my clients that the answer is in the client, right? The answer is not in the coach. The answer is in the, the client, right? And, and one of the kind of specific functions and approach that uh, I have as a coach is to ask a ton of questions. In other words, I come to each session fully prepared to learn, Mm. right? Which is kind of opposite of an athletic coach, which I love to do. I I had a full ride scholarship to play football. And right now I'm coaching my, my son's basketball team, love athleticism and athletes and athletics. But if you understand an athletic coach, he or she is absolutely <laughs> not looking for your opinion necessarily, right? <laughs> they, they, what they're trying to do, and they have one mind, and that's you helping them do what they try to do. 
whether it be their schemes, so on and so forth, right? So again, the coach that I am in terms of personal growth or business growth and development is is really uh, wrapped around understanding that the client has all of their information, right? And, And I am coming to that session fully prepared with awesome questions, ready to learn about that that specific client. Now, so what is your preparation like in that, in that know, regard? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I generally, you know, because I'm a Christian, I love to pray and, and kind of get in tune uh, with my hearing, right? Because I think you have to hear the right question and ask the right question, right? Because, because I'm trying to learn how to help this, this client but because I also believe that they have their own answers inside of them, if I can ask the right question, the answer is going to be that light bulb that pop, that pops out in their head or in their in their hearing when they begin to communicate their answers. They're not my answers; they are their answers. And and you know we understand that faith comes by hearing, but it, it, it I think it's it's exponential exponential growth when you hear the mm-hmm. thing that you need to be or have faith in, right? Mm-hmm. If you are saying it out of your mouth and it's going into your own hearing, that will increase your faith even more. Uh, and like I said, just the realization that you said it, not the coach, not mm-hmm. the pastor, right. not, mm-hmm. not the counselor, but you said it yourself, right? Out of your mouth. It, it's, it's tremendous. Yeah, that's dope because that means that it's, you're, you're pointing to the person to know that it was already in them. Yes. Something I'm like been, been trying to teach my son. He's now in kindergarten and I keep telling him the teachers are not putting anything into you. They're pulling out of you what's on the inside of you. And unfortunately yes. at five years old, he don't get that. He just feels like right. he's trying to kill me. But But bro, what I wanted to ask you is that it sounds like you have a real love for coaching. Oh, Where did sure. that love come from? You know, from learning, from learning. And, and, the, and the interesting thing about that is I was not necessarily the best of students, right? I was a C, you know, I had to get a C to play, right? So <laughs> I, was a C, I was a C student and I was struggling to get C, Cs and Ds. But internally, uh, Prentice, and internally, Caleb, I knew I was intelligent. Okay. I knew I, I was smart. I knew I had a great head on my shoulders, That's but it wasn't. Uh, able to be expressed, whether it be in history or geography or science in that same way. So, you know, when I came to understand coaching, man, it was kind of like, ah, thank you. You know, I didn't have to work. Uh, I could let those things that that are that naturally come to me just kind of flow. And that desire and and, and uh, uh, aspiration to learn and grow just naturally comes out that that uh, kind of curious nature. I'm very, I'm a very curious person. Uh, and which means, you know, when you're curious, that's, that's more of a, of a youthful characteristic. You're five-year-old, right? right? right. He's curious. Right. Exactly. He's, you know, the, the one-year-old is curious. That's why they'll drink pine salt, right? You, you know, we think, mm-hmm. think, oh man, you're just, something's wrong with you that make you, why would, you know, it's funny. We would ask a one-year-old, why would you drink pine salt, right? And that's a funny <laughs> story because my baby girl, Patience, when she was young, she got under the kitchen cabinet and oh, she no. would it up, man. I'm talking about like bottoms up. It was all over her, but just curious, just being naturally curious. And so uh, being a coach, 
uh, you know, needing to ask a ton of questions. It's a great characteristic to be a very curious learner. And so that's just kind of comes natural to me to be curious and, and ask questions and want to learn. That's dope. So what was your, your introduction? I mean, to, to, to already know, kind of figure out you had the mindset of a coach and to do it, right. two different things. Like what was, sure. what was the actual introduction? Sure. So the actual introduction was a point of transition in my life, right? And so when I, I, I remember I was uh, an executive at a financial uh, institution and I had a coach come in and present to my team. Now, when I had the coach come in and present to my team, I, I knew I had these skills and this skill set. Uh, and really wanted to kind of get into it, but was not uh, courageous enough at that time to just kind of jump out of the security of the executive position into my role that I'm currently in now and and as a full-time coach. Uh, And so I remember having this guy come in and I remember him talking. And as we were talking, he said, he said to me, you should be a coach. You're better at this than I am, right? (laughs) that was kind of like the thing, right? Like, like, yeah, like, like that was a, a confirmation uh, of sorts, you know, that I needed to really take that, take that next step. And, and interestingly enough to actually get to that point of making that next step. I remember the day uh, my wife and I, I want to say it was a Friday. My wife and I were talking and I was kind of like, yeah, I need to leave this job. I need to leave this job and just kind of launch out and just get into coaching. And uh, initially she was like, yeah, you should, you know, I got your back, I'm with you. And then I think she thought about it a, a quick second and was like, ah, oh, never mind, never mind. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you should go and get a job or you should go and find the next opportunity. And then when you find the next opportunity, uh, you know, you know, go for the next opportunity. So I went to work that day. Uh, and as I went to work that day, the president called me in and I was terminated that day. Oh my God. Now, not only was I terminated. Oh gosh. Not only was I, so, so imagine I'm saying I need to go in and quit. I go into that meeting uh, and I was terminated, but not only was I terminated, the, the, the president gave me, um, I'm blocking the name of it now, but basically a package that, you know, they would continue to pay me for three more months after I was gone. Right. So, uh-huh. man, which in, in essence, man, is God like, hey, I'm going to give you a running head start. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to let you I'm going I'm to give you opportunity to get into something that you love to do, which is coaching. I'm going to make sure you're paid to do it, to get your ramp up and all of that. And then, man, we were, we've been off to the races ever since. man. I mean, it's just been one of those great. Uh, testimonies after another, after another, after another, right up to today. Just being able to be with you guys today is phenomenal. Man, that's amazing. That's amazing. That is. So let me get this timeline. Because <laughs> I, I think I read this book in the Bible somewhere. I, I think I did. <laughs> it's the book of Daryl. <laughs> book of Daryl. You know, we got to say it right. The book of Daryl. <laughs> you said... I need to quit this job. Your wife goes, I don't know about that. You go in, you get terminated. You get a three months head start. Yo. So what did you do within those three months? 
Say that again. What did what I did do? What did you do within those three months? Man, just just plowed, just plowed. Uh, you know, with the support of my my wife and and pastor and so many other friends. Uh, you know, man, just started. Uh, I remember initially, like maybe within the first week, two weeks, my wife would say, you know, you should call this company. And I would call the company and I would get a contract. I would get the opportunity to coach. Now, now, mind you, I had never done this before. It's not like I had a run up and I was coaching, but this was a, this was a (laughs) ready, (laughs) get set. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and like from nothing, bro. Like you didn't get a running start and you get to go and everybody has to chase you. I I was just getting into this, but the energy, and I can't even ex- explain it or maybe even describe it to you, but the energy, I would say the energy of the Holy Ghost, but the energy that I was operating in at that time and I operate when I'm coaching. See, I, and I know the difference, right? There's a there's an empowerment that I sense and see and know comes upon me mm. when I'm coaching, which is very different than if you're just talking to Daryl. That that's one thing, but but Daryl, the coach, has to be under a different mindset, a different approach, a different uh, a different verbiage, man. Just right. just just uh, just that difference, man. So, um, but yeah, I remember her, and even to this day, even I mean, even like a week ago, man, she'll say you should be calling this one or reach out to this one. And I do it. And with, I mean, I have two contracts, uh, repeat, repeat contracts. I mean, one portion of the contract that in it, but repeat contracts coming up three months, contracts, six months, contracts, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, just having those people. So, and again, it's not, it's not Daryl, man. Like my wife hearing that and saying, you should do it, but then that's not even good enough. You got to do something with it, right? Because I know there are a lot of people that have a lot of good people around them, giving them a lot of good direction and guidance and confidence and and uh, and consult consultations, if you will. But people don't do anything with it, man. Talking about like basic stuff. You know, one of the concepts that we work with, and and excuse me if I'm talking super fast, but I get it's all right. We we, we listen. We we listen fast. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. one of the concepts that I love that I have is that that each one of my clients, and I believe each human being, there are things that they are 100% capable of doing that will help them to manifest their best self, right? And I'll say that one more time. There are things that they are 100% capable of doing, right, that that will help them to be the best version of themselves, one. And then there are things that they love to do. But but what we tend to find in our day are individuals that are kind of going through the motion. They're kind of going through the rat race, right? That They feel the right. word is stuck, right? Like right. I felt, I was in an executive level position feeling stuck. I told you, when I say executive level, uh, let me give, let me give you perspective. There was the president and then there was (laughs) Daryl. I'm not talking about, you know, I was working my way up and this, that, the other, I'm talking about a financial, financial institution, you know, where I was second in command of my team and of the the operation and of lending. And I mean, I was that guy, you know, and being an American, no less, that made it even bigger, right? Like, you don't, 
for me, I don't, I don't want to say you don't see that, but for me, I didn't see that. Right. right. And so, mm-hmm. and so, um, you know, just imagining the Russell of being in that place, people saying, man, you're, you're so fortunate. You're so blessed, man, this, that, and the other, but you feel stuck and you feel, for <sighs> me, I, I knew there was more. That's, you see what I'm saying? Like, like what, bro? You're, you're here and then you said, what more? Yeah, president, which, which again, I was aspiring to be the president and, and, and how you say the president at that time, he brought me on board to be the president, right? But it just didn't work out. It was one of those, those instances where, for me, I said, I'm going to train my replacement and that's exactly what happened. I replaced, <laughs> the person that I trained replaced me and I never did get the president's job. I got something better. You feel me? And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah he became you know, a president. Man, all right. So exactly. I'm definitely. You became a president. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. You became the president. Ah, yes. Good one, man. That's hey, by Sha- Shondo. Shondo. Yeah, I, I, I got to get you a Shondo on that, bro. You know, spell Eddie real fast. E-D-D-I-E. Okay. No Eddie real fast. Yes. Awesome. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Well said, bro. Well said. So how would you define a professional growth, professional growth development, because that, because that's a, that's a tangled word that needs like a, a, a definition. Sure. Yeah. Um, when it comes to growth, people want to grow. Uh, and you hear that a lot, you know, I want to grow or I'm growing, but, but I would say maybe, unfortunately, a lot of times that term growth is confused uh, and when they're growing, they mistake the growth for activity and busyness. Okay. And mm. so that's a good growth, word. Busyness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when, when I say growth as a coach, I'm not talking about how busy you are or, you know, what you do for a living per se. When I say growth, I'm saying places of improvement and places where an individual can improve. Now, the improvement has to be very strategic as well, because the improvement has to be, I would say, directed more to what a person is doing to create the kind of life they want versus the kind of lifestyle they want, right? And, and that's, that's a big difference, because a lot of times when we're doing what we're doing, we do it uh, for the lifestyle, and we find ourselves losing life in pursuit of the lifestyle, if that mm. makes wow. sense. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure. Wow, bro. Wow. Wow. Let me ask you a question. You, um, sure. okay, so now, now that we've identified how you got there, you are the president of your own company, but what company sure. is that? And Jumpstart. I want you to be able to tell, tell our people, our viewers, our listeners, what is Jumpstart coaching and development all about? Yeah, Jumpstart Coaching and Development Solutions. We've been operating since 2013, but uh, 2016 full-time. And what it's all about, it's about the client. It's about helping people to realize their fullest and best self, right? Um, Whether you be just an individual uh, looking for that next place of growth or improvement, uh, business owners, business executives, uh, you know, man, we are about helping people to realize their best. That's okay. the whole point, right? Like it, if a person doesn't realize their best, like we, we didn't do our job, 
Right, right. Plain, plain, simple. Uh, And and I was telling you, uh, uh, Caleb, earlier today, uh, I have one client uh, that was at 350,000 in revenue, 350 in revenue, just just they, they were stuck in 350, but they were, they could plainly say to me, I know I have more in me. They, they literally said that I know I have more in me. Now, mind you, $350,000 is not a drop in the bucket. One and two, he was able to produce this year after year after year. Okay, yeah. Now, right. Now, so so when I helped, when I came along, he said, man, I want I want to hire you on as my coach. Within 18 months, he had broke one million dollars. Now, now that's what I love. And it's not about the money. Right. It's about that individual was spot on. They did have more. They didn't know how to get to the more. And they trusted. They took a risk. They took a leap of faith. Right. Wow. To, to to say, man, there's something about this guy, which I think, generally speaking, all of my clients are taking a risk, guys. Like they take a risk. Like, you know, if you're on with me right now, you say, man, do I want to invest? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. people don't generally when it comes to a coach, they don't just just kind of jump out there and dive out there and dive into it because right. they are more preoccupied with with their resources, because I understand resources are tight. They're more preoccupied with their resources. But even that, I am so committed as as one of the coaches at Jumpstart Coaching and Development Solutions, I am so committed to being a coach and operating and functioning as a coach. I never, ever let the, the, uh, the price of entry be a barrier or, or an obstacle for my clients to become clients. Like, That's you know good. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, if, if a person said, hey, I want you to be my coach, I my next question generally is, what's your budget, right? right. They think I'm thinking, like, I'm trying to get as much as I can get Right. Like that's not the point. Right. Because I know, guys, once once I'm experienced as a coach, the proof is in the pudding. It's going to produce. It's going to produce and produce and produce. You know, I have clients that will pay me three hundred dollars. I have clients. I have organizations that pay me thirty five dollars an hour. You see what I'm saying? Like, right, right, right. No, there's no rhyme or reason. There's nothing to the you know, there's no no hype, man. You know, like I'm. You know, it, it's not about the money for me. It's about the, the functioning and, and operating in my place of anointing. That is, that's where it's at for me, man. So let me ask you, what what does your clientele look like? Is it more secular or is it more church? I mean, secular for the lack of a word. Sure. You know How's that? How yeah, that's that a lack of a word. That's a lack of a word. <laughs> you didn't like, you, you, you were stepping on the pulpit with that one. You know, secular or is it? The My others. brother, hey, the others, and that's why I'm pastor. Like, <laughs> like that, you know, you you definitely a pastor. You, de- I, I got this. You definitely a pastor. I'm sorry, I jumped in. I'm sorry. <laughs> you gotta ask me again, Kayla. Prentice, baby. So, so looking at your now, now, now that we've kind of come across the hump. So, looking at your clientele, is your clientele more? How can I say it? Unchurched? Unchurched. You gonna say that? Unchurched? <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would say the the majority are unchurched or organizations wow. or or are corporations, uh, or they could be business owners. And and more of the high paying clients have been business executives. They've been individuals that have come to me outside of their their uh, maybe Fortune fifty company. 
they've come to me. And so, you know, but, but they've come as an individual. But in general, they are all unchurched. One of the things that I love about that whole concept of unchurched and church, though, and uh, I remember when I was in a previous job uh, that I had this sign that said, God is love. Uh, just, man, just a really nice, my wife had gotten it for me when I received a promotion. And and um, I, rem- I remember the regional president coming in and saying, you have to take that off of your desk. And I thought for a second, man, it just says God is love. Like, right. what's going on? Like, that threw me. I remember, though, from that point on, I was really motivated to have my own business because I wanted to acknowledge God and everything that I did. And I didn't want to have to be very secretive about my relationship with God. Now, that's mm-hmm. just me. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. But to your to your question, uh, uh, Caleb, yeah, right now it's probably 75% non-church uh, and, you know, probably 25% church. And that's that's uh, increased from, from the church per se. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So what do you think is the hindrance between the church grabbing old to a coach, like why is that not happening within the body? I think there's a couple good things. Maybe you know, if I kept thinking it, just it it would run. But I uh, I think that in general, the concept of a coach is misunderstood for the function of a pastor. Uh, mm. Meaning that the pastor is your nurturer in general, right? Your pastor right. is your nurturer and kind of your shepherd and kind of gonna keep your people together and that that um and because naturally people ask questions uh i think that that's probably the 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 first reason why uh you know people don't pursue coaches more you know right. you pay your size you pay your offering uh to a church and so this is kind of like one of the services it's perceived. <laughs> right, right, right. It's perceived as one of the services. It's a, it's a comes with. <laughs> I pay my tithes and offering, which comes with free counsel. Right. Which is why people get angry when they don't get they don't get access to the pastor because you got my money, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So bingo, yeah, wow. bingo. You know, so so that's one one big reason. You know, I I probably um, and this is just Daryl again, but but. There is a uh, a decrease in hope, uh, and I'm I'm probably more kind of uh, speaking in terms of of church, right? Because the the thing that really makes the church different and and gives the church function, if you will, is hope, right? Like mm-hmm. if, yep. if you don't have hope, I mean, that's it. Like we done here, you know what I'm saying? So you know that idea of hope. Is, is really taking a hard hitting, especially because of all of the circumstances that we find ourselves in on a on daily basis, on a regular day, on a regular basis. Uh, and so uh, the, the other piece is hope, you know? Um, right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, we could keep going there, but, but I, I think that, uh, and, and, and uh, my pastor and I are working on something right now. Okay. Uh, we, we do have three, certified coaches, probably more, but three okay. certified coaches that I'm aware of in our church. Now, fortunately, or maybe unfortunately, doesn't, doesn't matter. They are in leadership positions, right? Mm-hmm. But but, it, but they are open to the reality that it, it's a different skill set than just pastoring, right? right it, it's right. a different skill set altogether. And, uh, and we love, we love, love, love it, man. 
for that's sure. awesome because I don't, as a pastor, I don't see myself as a coach. I wasn't trained wow. to be a coach. You know what I'm saying? I, sure. And if you let, if you let it by, if I go by what Prentice says, because I don't like sports, I can't be a coach. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be the perfect coach because you, 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 you're not tied to, you need to go out there and push and work and run. Okay. Okay, I, I take just, that. Like, I take you that. Understand where my banter comes from. I'm sorry. Exactly. I apologize. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that, that's how he treats me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you how how has tech played a part in your business? Even though we know tech is everywhere, and you need sure. tech, especially in the COVID. Um, how has that played a part in your business? Yeah, it's it's been really the driver. It's been the connector, uh, especially since, like you say, since COVID. Uh, I remember I was. Um, coaching a, a, a group of sixth, seventh graders, junior high. Uh, and, you know, man, you were right there with them face to face. You could, t- you could touch them, you could interact with them, you know, but then, you know, March hit last year and man, that changed everything. Um, and so really, you really couldn't access uh, people the way you used to access people, right? right. Like you had to access them uh, differently. And right. so technology was it, you know, whether it be right. your social medias, whether it be the the uh, the, the the technical uh, outlet that we're using right now. Right, like a Zoom, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Zoom, right. you know, Facebook, whatever it might be, you really couldn't connect. And for me, I was I was almost borderline anti-social media, right? Like oh like so, oh. <laughs> so like I wasn't trying to be seen out there posting, getting like, <laughs> I can't you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, man, we got to go help somebody, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, and, and trying to be popular, trying to, you know, go viral and all that stuff, you know, right, right. It, it was one of those things that was keeping me away from it uh, per se, you know? And so, you know, today I'm here, uh, you know, I have a weekly, um, you know, Zoom meeting myself with 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 a group of individuals, you know, and uh, matter of fact, one of the clients that's a repeat client now, you know, it's an option. Do you want to do Zoom or do you want to do in person? Right, right, right. Sweet deal. You know what I'm saying? To be I could be here doing what I'm doing right now. Right. Uh, pajama bottoms on making money. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. and, and doing what I love to do and, and changing and helping people change their lives and and the the uh, direction of their businesses and that. So tech has been a game changer, right? And I would say it has forced people to uh, to adjust to a different way of doing what they already love to do. It right. has forced us to, to just do it differently. Right. I would say more efficient and effectively, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's that's my opinion, right? But but yeah, it's, it's been a game changer. It's been... It's been everything, wow. you know. It, yeah, and I and I I've had to expand. Like I now have Jumpstart Marketing, okay. but Jumpstart Marketing would never have really come into play without COVID. That's right, <laughs> right. So the, right. the idea of this is is for the right mindset is the opportunity to uh, to create and initiate and originate, right? But you know, uh, a lot of times people are spending more time thinking about the woes than they are. Man, what what am I thinking about now that I wasn't thinking about before? Right? right and technology and how technology is used is one of those things. Right. right. So, right. True. so true. So 
when you say organization, well, I, I know what you mean by organizations, but so let's take it to a church organization. Yes. How does coaching happen for a church? Yeah, there are skills that individuals within the church are currently using right now. If, if, if I went in and described what I do uh, and how I do it to the typical pastor or the typical counselor that's operating within a church, mm-hmm. they would say that they are, are, are a coach. What I hold to, which I would say is somewhat different, not, ne- not, not necessarily all the way different, but what I hold to is the fact that the answer is inside of the client. Like, I don't have it. Like, you can ask me, but I'm going to ask you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. Like, I, and, I, and I hold that ground. Why? Because uh, one, of the, one of the biggest wrestles and challenges, one of, one of the biggest uh, 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 ways that the church is being bombarded, and I would even say beat down, is self-confidence self-esteem, right? Right. The, the, the courage to step outside of their comfort zone, right? Like, and you would think that in the church, we would be the most confident, right? The most out, you know, we're right. outgoing, but that outgoingness is kind of, you know, it's, 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 um, uh, kind of, uh, you know, covered. Yeah. It's sometimes certain- it's directed. It's right. Di- if you look at my outgoingness as a pastor, there's a underlying something that sits in there. Okay, we're going out today to meet the people. Right. My focus is to get them out the street and into the building. You know what I'm saying? Right. So yeah, right. there's always that. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, when I when I look at at myself as a coach as opposed to some of the coaching that goes on there, uh, it, it really is about, to, to Caleb's point, getting the people to come in and to do something that they already have going on and try to plug them in to, to that, which is all good, fine, cool, no problem. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At the same time, as a coach, I don't see what I do and love to do in full operation, even in my own church. And I'm there and have probably been attending there for nearly 30 years. Right. And so, you know, it, it's, it's something that is really, I would say, uh, uh, causing the church to evolve and grow again. You know, yeah. To, yeah. you know, we do what we do and we do what we do well, but we can always be better. And this is one of those things that I think is just making us better. It's not what something failed as much as it is. We are now reinventing ourselves as is the world, right. you know, right. even right. to your point, that, you know, that's kind of reinventing us all over again. Sure, sure, sure. So there's, so does your, when, so you say church is an organization, um, is it like, are you starting, are you saying it starts with the pastor or it starts with a group of leaders? Um, I, I would say, uh, Prentice, it starts with that individual. Okay. Right? Uh, it, whoever that individual is, if they feel like they're a coach to approach um, and they feel like they have something to offer to approach, Right. Mm-hmm. No different than I did. I just I had ideas and have ideas and I'm just approaching my past. Right. Like I can't make necessarily I can't make it happen. 
but I have the idea and I have this, uh, the, the desire to make it happen. And I, I have a good, a pretty good feel and sense that it will happen at some point in time, but, but don't wait, don't wait on anybody. Don't wait on anybody. Don't wait on anybody. And, and here I'll take it even one step further. Even if you think it's happening already because mm-hmm. it's happening in you and it's moving in the individual to go anyway, you feel me? Like, like, because there's the, there's the tendency if we feel like somebody else is doing it for us not to do it when in actuality, that is us, that may be us denying the call of right. this extreme gift and talent that we have, right? right? So not so much about what they are doing, he or she is doing as much as it is, what's your desire, what's your passion to, that's going to bring you to your best. Right, right, right. right. So, so what, for someone out there who's listening and saying, you know what, I thought about being a coach. Okay. What would those, what would would be those indicators that would tell that person, like? Yeah, I, I would, I would jump right out and say being a coach is one thing, but being a coach to the degree that it's going, you're going to be able to uh, function and live off of the lifestyle of being a coach is something altogether different. So, so let me say it a different way. If, if somebody said, man, would you want to come back and be Jesus? <laughs> right? Most people would say, you know, man, yeah, but that means you got to die. You got to go to the cross. <laughs> <laughs> You got to get that beat down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. like so the, the idea of being a coach seems good and glamorous, but it has its lumps and bumps, right? And so, uh, you know, if, if a person is wanting to be a coach, I would say some of those indicators would be that they love to help people. They want to help people. But, but two, uh, it's, it's more so about potential, right? It's more so about potential and seeing potential in others now. And I use that word potential uh, more so just for the audience at jumpstart we use the word capacity we 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 understand potential but we use capacity right so capacity being what you actually are doing or how you're actually p- performing plus potential equals capacity and so we, we talk in terms of capacity like your full capacity not a part of who you are, which is potential, right? We only talk in terms of, of capacity, but, 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 you know, there, there are a lot of people out there and I would say, man, you, the, 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 the person can coach and do other things. It's not a one and done. It's not a one size fits all, you know, so many coaches have two, three, four, five jobs. I have two, three, four, five jobs. I'm trying to start new businesses. I'm, I'm looking for new business uh, uh, opportunities outside of coaching, you know, it, you know, in, uh, in construction right now, <laughs> specifically, right? So, you know, not to get that misnomer that if I'm a coach, that's all I can be as a coach, because that's generally how people think about what they quote unquote do for a living is that they have to do this thing and that's right. all they can. Right. That's not, that's not a true statement at all. So don't, you know, don't limit yourself to that. If you want to be a coach, pursue it, you know, Google it, you know, uh, and, and, and go right after it. You know, let me give you another story. My, my wife, you know, she lost her job about six months ago, maybe eight months ago. 
cold turkey. Did hey, we didn't have that same conversation that she and I had. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's un- totally unexpected. Well, she's now our Jumpstart Wellness Coach and killing it, doing a phenomenal job. She was in wellness for over, for nearly, I should say, 30 years, right? But now she's working with me and we get to work together in in what we'd love to do, right? So just paying attention to those transitions in our lives will really kind of position us to maybe make that entry where we probably wouldn't have have made the entry into coaching at that time, right? So somebody might ask you a question. You might ask yourself a question. You might see some kind of a testimony or, or, or uh, you know, some kind of a commercial or infomercial, something like that. I would say just pursue it. Just try it. There's so many people doing so much right. free stuff out there. Just try it, man. Just just get into it. Uh, my wife did one that was really cool, you know, maybe two months ago. Uh, it was it was called uh, Seven Days to 5K. Now, she didn't make 5K, but she, she did get her certification, you know, as a coach. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, it's it, you, you know, seeing some of those bigger objectives in what we do. But, you know, it, it, like to your point, Prentice, you know, have that individual just do the research just do the research and try some things out just try it out try it out uh it will take a lot of courage and i do believe that we all carry an enormous amount of courage and we probably don't even land on five percent of the courage that we have so if, if a person is feeling terrified right now and i can say to them what if i told you that you were only using five percent of your courage and you're doing as well as you're doing right now, how would you change? <laughs> you know what mm, I'm saying? Like, right. wow. like, like, that's where Davids are born. Like, you know, David and Goliath, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you're doing a phenomenal job right now, but you're only using 5%, but you're, you, you know that you're pulling back. You know that you're pulling the reins of yourself back. Mm-hmm. What if you just let the reins go? What would happen if you just let the reins go and you were just kind of like this this wild, just, just bucking out there? What, what would happen? You see right. what I'm saying? Right. Uh, th- right. There's the other term. There's this other term called the crucible. The crucible. Now, this crucible for jumpstart, this, this term crucible has to do with the process of being made new. Yeah. Right? And each person is going through a crucible. The power of the crucible, though, is that only one person can go through it at a time. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, people want to go through things together, but hear me, man, you got to go alone. And anybody that tells you, we get to grow in a group. They lying. They're lying to you. (laughs) Or, or they just do not have that revelation yet, but tell them your boy Daryl said, I got to go alone. And that resonate more with them than kind of this kind of group think and herd mentality that we see operating often today. Amen. Wow. Amen. Wow. Hey, you said a lot. We've learned a lot. Oh, word. Uh, word. A ton. So tell us um, how can people get in contact with you? Yeah. Yeah. So we have Jumpstart Coaching and Development Solutions. The, the website is under construction right now. It's jumpstartmygoals.com. Uh, probably by the time that that your listeners hear it, uh, we will be kind of on a new, uh, we're making a transition right now, so we'll be on a different host, but jumpstartmygoals.com. 
jumpstartmygoals.com, jumpstartmygoals.com. And, and I, I do have a phone number, but it's, it's just kind of uh, an off phone number uh, just for the office, but I don't have it uh, in front of me right now, but I can get that to you guys. That'd be yeah, great. That's something yeah. I can put it up. Um, but you're also doing something on Facebook. So how can they get involved with that? Yeah, Facebook. Um, again, it's Jumpstart My Goals out there on Facebook, or you can you can actually look that up on Jumpstart uh, Coaching and Development uh, as well. Uh, and you can look me up, Daryl. That's uh, D A R R Y L uh, L Brown, uh, and and we can be friends, or you can just message me that way as well. Look right. forward to it, and and would love to talk. Would love to chat. Uh, you know, in terms of kind of booking, uh, that's something that that Julie handles as well, uh, but would love to be booked. I mean, if it's a whatever the event, whatever you need, whatever people need, I, I, I'm a firm believer that it always comes back in terms of whatever I need. Uh, so just reach out. Uh, would love to talk. Would love to chat. Man, oh. amen. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank oh. you, sir, yeah, for man. joining the podcast before we get out of here. We got this thing we do. Okay. Called 30 Seconds and Gone. Now, 30 Seconds and Gone, this is rapid fire questions. Okay. Answer any way you want. You can do yes, no, maybe so. You can, okay. You can elaborate. You can dive in either way you want to do it. Okay. You ready? Ready. You sure? I'm not sure, but You're I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number one. Okay. Your favorite Italian meal. Pizza. Pizza. Very good. Wow. Yeah. All right. Pick one. Cosby Show, Different, different Strokes, or Martin? Martin. Okay. Wow. Okay. Who was your biggest influence as a co- coach? Ah, that's a good one. Uh, I would say Coach Kendall. Coach Kendall. He was my sophomore football coach. He was this white guy that got on my case that I thought he was prejudiced and racist because he would not leave me alone and he would hound me, but he actually uh, made me into the football player that I, I uh, grew into, and it was by his 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 uh, direction. So Coach Kendall. Wow. Shout out to Coach Kendall if you're listening. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right, pick one. You ready? Ready. Matthew, Mark, Luca, John. Uh, you said pick one. You did pick that on- one. <laughs> one. Uh, not, not two. Or huh? you can put him in order. If you want to put him in order, like your favorite to your least, like you can do that. Well, see, that's the problem. I like them all, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, the the one I would probably go with would be John. John. Would- okay. Why? Why? Uh, because he he is the also the what I believe is the scribe to revelation, and I think without revelation, without illumination, without insight, man, we're done, right? So we, we don't grow, we don't become that next best version of ourselves. So I love that about John, and I love the fact that he received that revelation in a very difficult place. I, I think that difficulty, birth or pain or struggle or wrestle births are best. And and when we uh, learn how to use our pain, man, we are beasts, bro. I'm telling you, like, we are crazy good and we can do some crazy good things, man, for sure. Amazing. Last one. Favorite sports team? You know, I, 
honestly, I don't have a favorite sports team. Favorite sport? Favorite sport? Not there either. You know, I love competition. Okay. I love competition. So, you know, I'll find myself watching hockey. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, depending on where I'm at, because these guys, one, they're really good. The, the, and and I love uh, one of the things that I love about I, I watch a lot of Muhammad Ali uh, as well. You know, just I like to watch the best do what they do. You know, I mean, that, that's that's kind of what's the driver to sports and competition. Uh, you know, people being their best. You know, what happens when you get punched in the mouth? What happens when you get knocked down? What happens when? The team comes down and runs. What t- what happens when a team goes on a 10-0, 15-0 run or a 15-2 run? You know, that's when you see what the others are made of. And that's I'm I'm all about that. I'm I'm totally into that, man. Amen. So wow. ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and dogs of all ages. That was that was amazing, brother. Um we gotta talk. I appreciate it. You got to talk. Yes. You're the coach, bro. <laughs> you know, um, man, I would love to talk anytime. Uh, and I and I do. I feel like there are so many other venues that, you know, that we'll do together, man, because people need help, man. People need help and they're looking for help. Uh, and, and I believe that they will connect with you guys. I believe that they will connect with your with your podcast, your voice, your format, your humor, your seriousness, how you kind of go in and out of those uh, so seamlessly, man. But people need help. And that's what you guys are out there trying to do is to help people that are looking for help. So, man, you, you, you don't have a choice but to succeed. You know what I'm saying? Because that's your one of your objectives and goals, man. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, <laughs> Come on, man. it is a wrap. And this has been, you know, I mean, if the clock wasn't running, you no. know, I'd probably, we could probably go. Because I know this brother, yeah. Daryl. Yeah. Like, yeah, Daryl? saying something. Daryl, he's, he's saying something. something. <laughs> <laughs> but like we say, and every week, keep God first in everything you do. Yep. We'll see you next time with Church Sound. Yeah. Uh,